0: Welcome to the Tech Time Podcast, the show dedicated to focus on sharing insights, strategies and stories related to digital design and technology world. I'm your host, Atish Nardava, and today we are going to discuss about the conversational UI. Today's our guest is John Mann. John Mann is a technical architect at HUGE here in Brooklyn, New York. Hi, John. Thanks for joining us today. Hey, Atish. So support for chatbots as well as conversational UI and voice UI has grown up very rapidly in the last couple of years. as I think one of the main reasons was it's been backed by Facebook, Microsoft, and it has tremendously accelerated progress along with the infrastructure. So today I would like to discuss more insight about it, like how and why it's become so popular. So before starting the conversation, John, I would like to give a little bit brief background about what is conversational UI? about.
1: Conversational UI covers various topics, and you had touched on a few right there. So conversational UI is often uh, misconfused with just talking. And conversational UI can also be part of chats. Mm -hmm. It can be SMS texts. And there's a lot of different responses that can actually happen in a conversational UI. But the goal of it is actually to have it as a more human-like interaction that is automated, whether it be voice, SMS, online chat, in any of those formats.
0: So why has it become so popular right now?
1: With machine learning coming on and a lot of access to large large amounts of data, we're able to actually create a more intuitive interface for people so they can actually interact as they would with a normal human representative if talking for a support call or talking about various topics in regards to even therapy is a thing that they're actually responding with text now
0: so if i just go by the usage and statics it looks like 60 percent of the millennials have used chatbot at least one point or another and 80 percent of the businesses want to move to the chatbots by 2020 so this looks like a very tremendous potential right so yes ai is one part uh the, with the crunching of data, we can really predict what the user might need, you know, and then we can come up with a better recommendations. We can understand what's going on in his mind. Mm-hmm. But apart from that, do you think any other aspect, like the mobile and app fatigue and uh, what else?
1: Well, one of the best things about conversational UI is being able to pick up on context. So mobile is actually a really good way to actually handle that. So with mobile, you have a lot more sensors that people can leverage for their intuitive conversational UI, such as your current location, what's around you, how fast are you you running or are you actually just walking around? Have you stopped? If you've stopped, it might actually trigger, hey, you seem lost. Can I help you do this? And trigger all of those based off of context. So context is now king and not just content. So
0: is it the context is the one of the main driving force Why is, why I need a conversational UI? Why, why do I think about it? If I'm a business owner, what are the major things which pushing me to go to the conversational UI?
1: One of the main reasons a lot of companies are adopting a conversational UI is primarily for cost, right? It all comes down to pricing. Mm-hmm. Originally, a lot of the support centers started to get outsourced to uh, offshore because offshore was cheaper. Now we can actually automate even a lot of the support calls by using an automated chat bot that allows people to simply go to the website and ask the questions. That data would be fed from a knowledge base Therefore, they can eliminate a lot of the support calls, and by the time it actually gets to a real person, they would have a long history of what that person is actually trying to do, and then a single individual could actually handle a lot more calls that way.
0: So, yes, yeah, so support call is one thing, right? But that is absolutely one one, thing. Thing. one use case, right? People Correct. might be used uh, for like, showing the content, what's going on, what's the services they offer. But can't the just building the nice websites with the more user-focused content doesn't solve the problem? Like, if I have a faculty desk question, can I just go to the website and just type
1: it in? Correct. So, I mean, obviously, the, the most obvious answer is for accessibility issues. Mm-hmm. For those who actually can't see websites and that you're using screen readers and things like that, there's a, a easy case to make for a conversational UI that's auditory, not just typing. Um, in regards to delivering content, though, it will actually give it a more human experience based off of the first visit compared to the second, subsequent visits. Yeah. And you can actually store that information about their users. So the conversation that you'll be driving them to, you're like, hey, we have a new product that I know you're interested in this and this. How about this? So you can upsell them the next time they come back and things like that. Uh, so I
0: think this is one of the – another way where we can know about the users, By by browsing the site, I I do not or the business cannot know who is on the other end, right?
1: Right. But we can identify that through behaviors.
0: Yes. But if I have chatbot I'm typing, I'm asking questions. I'm giving more information, right? So I was also looking. uh, So overall, I think it's a chatbot can give like more individual and authentic communication,
1: right? Correct. And more customized experiences right
0: yeah and it's surprised to me like because i was reading a report and it looks like that people are more comfortable to share personal information with the bots which i thought like people don't want to talk to the robot and, but people are pretty much comfortable to share the because report.
1: they believe it's a lot more secure than talking to a human oh, uh, which i think is hysterical right but it's true okay oh. that makes sense the biggest flaw in any security system is a human <laughs> That's I another it. topic. I hear <laughs> you.
0: So, uh, so conversational UI has a, like a text-based chatbot and voice. So, would you like to compare, like, or both are the same but just a different thing.
1: I have a very strong opinion about voice compared to text. I am a big supporter of text conversational UI. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not as Annoying If you're around a bunch of people on a subway and they're all chatting, if they're all texting, I don't care. Uh, One of the problems I've encountered multiple times in setting up conversational UI is dealing with ambient noise and it picking up additional information. And in regards to security, which we had just uh, hinted on, I don't want to actually be giving out my social security number on a conversational UI (laughs) as I'm riding my way to work so conversational ui has the ambient noise the uh, additional conversations that you might be picking up on customized voices dialects. dialects and when you type typing is a lot more consistent for a computer
0: okay so i think for the mobile for but maybe like i'm sitting on the couch and you know, yeah so i think it depends on the experience to experience but 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 i think mostly I agree with you. right so what are the platforms right now there, what are the vendors right now there, which provides this, let's focus on chatbot, what are the top
1: platforms? Well, one of the ones that I've actually used is Twilio, okay. which uh, uh, does a lot of, S- it was originally set up, I believe, to be SMS, just to send out automated SMS, but they've actually expanded on it and it's got chatbot. Uh, it has SMS integration. And then there's another one. I believe it's Nextio or something like that. I can't remember the exact name. But those are the, the two that I am actually familiar with. And...
0: I think the Facebook ads are right?
1: Well, Facebook ads are directed, and but that's a targeting, but it's not necessarily a chatbot. Does Facebook actually have a current chatbot now?
0: Yes. Uh, I was trying to order. We can order the sandwiches they also put a lot of businesses around here so.
1: really yeah. I that's new to me I didn't know that
0: so what are the real life case uses? Uh, wh- where where do you see it's getting more popular compared to the other do, do, do you have anything in mind like, the one thing I I'm I trying to understand is like
1: next you know, is like
0: the bank where I feel like chatbots is really going to be a lot of information, but sometimes I, I, each time I go to the chase and then sometimes I need to find the routing number or account number and then I need to go at least Five minutes to figure out where it is, you know.
1: And with chatbots, it can actually search that knowledge base a lot faster than you can. Yeah,
0: just ask what's my account number. And
1: then. What's the routing number for this bank?
0: Yeah.
1: What's so my account number? And after they validate certain information about you, they can start giving you all the, what's my current balance, right? Yeah. Transfer this to one account to another. It's crazy how comfortable people have gotten in regards to doing banking through chatbots.
0: Yeah. So what are the other industries do you see going well? Like that's, I only use in finance, but technically I don't use it in other places.
1: Education, I think is another one that would be really, really helpful. So, a lot of courses are coming online, you can take courses anywhere. But imagine if you had a virtual assistant that could be your teacher's assistant. So rather than going to a live teacher every time, they can just ask the chatbot and have, hey, what's the homework for tonight, right? Oh, when's the next project due? From K through 12 all the way up to colleges, right? And being identified for universities and honestly for elementary school on up, right? so a parent can go online and go what's my students grades and they have to verify some information but it can provide all that without them having to call the school why do i have to come in for a parent-teacher conference what did tommy do this time right (laughs) they can get all of that through a chat bot if they're like what's his discipline record what's his current grades in spanish where is he weekend what does he need tutoring for things like that. yeah so
0: i think a lot of this information even cannot be put on the content because that information is not pretty general, but that response has to be customized just for me, right?
1: Correct, and it has to be able to search the data quickly mm-hmm. for all the students and being able to deliver that custom content for the individual asking for it.
0: Yeah.
1: And so. then the other one that I think is going to be huge, which a lot of people I, I, I'm not sure have bought into yet, is uh, the medical world, right? So, healthcare is huge, but imagine going in, what's my co payment? I'm at this doctor, is this in the network? Okay. Right? And all of those kind of questions. Imagine being able to do that with a chat bot and not have to talk to anyone. Hey, so, I'm on my way to the hospital, is this authorized? Or can I get this authorized? Okay. And have a chat bot do the authorization you should, for yeah, you. Author too. Right. Right. Yeah, doctor Right. I think that would be amazing.
0: Yeah. Uh, so, how does that? the implementation gonna look like from the operations perspective like if i'm a business owner what does that have to do
1: it could be a actual third-party integration with your existing content so it wouldn't necessarily need to i need to rewrite everything and change my entire architecture and do all that you could actually just pull in a third-party library like twilio as an example and then start embedding chat right into your Uh, web application your website initially start gathering information and seeing the kind of questions your users are actually looking for
0: okay so but then how does so do I need to like prepare answers for all types of questions or how does that look like in the operations perspective
1: initially no you won't be able to field every single question 100% of the time right Mm -hmm. as the new questions come in you can review them see what your most popular ones are use that data to actually generate a knowledge base to feed the chatbot so over time your chatbot will be more and more useful simply by people using it
0: okay so from the implementation point of view so how because when i say chatbot i cannot control what type of question may gonna come mean right so people have text people have like spell mistakes people think differently they type differently they ask the question differently the same thing so how it's going to going to work
1: how are you going to say that again
0: how, gonna, how am I going go to answer the question which is asked in a two different way, although what are the same questions you know? so does so I'm trying to see like where does this machine learning and what are the AI part comes in this is something like we generally get handled by an implementer or the the vendors.
1: Well, I think the the questions are going to initially be answered by a human, right? And as you answer those questions, you can start building your knowledge base from that. The more data you get, the more accurate your chatbot will be. But you'll definitely need some level of human interaction to start.
0: Okay.
1: And I think. You, you would want human interaction especially for a level of curation of, of what kind of questions might come through um, i don't know if a lot of you have heard about but when microsoft did their automated uh tay which was a twitter bot okay. it became this racist uh, annoying hey. person in less than 24 hours because people were feeding it the wrong information <laughs> and it was 24 hours of just pure automation Less than 24 hours for a chatbot to actually become uh, a racist.
0: So, I I hear the popularity, but uh, there is also I was going through a report and it looks like 70% of the messenger chatbots are not are failing to fulfill the user request. So it means that a lot of things still has to be corrected. Can you would like to mind to like? Uh, give us some insight what are the problems this chatbot industry or this whole conversation we you are facing? What are the biggest challenges?
1: I think the biggest challenges is understanding their own business model of the questions that are going to be approaching them. So you can't take somebody else's data and say, this data is going to apply to my chatbot, because it won't. And everybody's industry and company is actually unique. And the client, every client that you're dealing with is actually unique. And if you try and bucket them into this massive solution, it won't work. However, you can pick up based off of syntax and grammar rules. You can pick up keywords, identify the direction they're going, and then provide some suggestions to get started. Eventually you may need a human interaction at the end, but a lot of the frequently asked questions was the original attempt. And now we're just doing that through automation to get past some of those initial questions.
0: I also see an issue with the the role of visualization. Like people want to see something, right? Yeah. And the chatbot is just wise. It's just a robot. Is that an issue too?
1: There's actually interesting solutions for that. I actually was on a chat bot for a evaluation for various platforms I'm doing for my job right now, okay. and one of the chat bots that I was working with said, hey, let me take you to one of our white papers. And it actually redirected my browser to take me to exactly what they wanted me to look at. And it was a perfect answer and allowed me to download their white paper right then and there from the chat window. So the chat window took over the browser I was currently looking at and redirected it.
0: Oh, awesome.
1: Which in regards to the visualization, I was just in awe. And then they actually were able to generate certain data they're like, oh, here's some of our data that we have for our current product. And I was like, this is amazing. <laughs> and I was like, I wanna, and then it wasn't even a person I was talking to and I did not know that. Cause they'll throw a picture up there and have a, but you can actually run them through some interesting questions. And okay. they'll eventually get to a point is I'm just a bot trying to help. <laughs> I was like, oh, there you go.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think, but that's gonna be the one use case. But if I'm trying to have e-commerce space and I want to buy something,
1: Mm-hmm.
0: The, the, one, the, the, the study I read, it says that, like, you know, like, around only 1 to 2% of the people who really buys the product from ECO, Amazon, the rest of the thing they do, news, broadcasts, right. play music, smartphone. Well, we we want to do I mean, 100% type, I only use it for playing the music for my kid, that's it. Right. So <laughs> looks like it's a big problem. Right?
1: Well, I, I think ordering through just a conversational UI like that might. Well, I don't know. I, I'll be honest. I'm not sure how that would actually play into it because I'm not a big fan of the conversational UI in regards to just voice. Okay. In regards to text, right? If you're on a chat bot, though, they can show you the websites, they can take you to suggested products, they can show you uh, competitors, they can give you all of that information. Because for me, when I go buy a product, what do I do? I do research right is this the best product what are the reviews what are the sources of those reviews how many reviews does it have right imagine getting all that data consolidated by going i'm looking to buy this and knowing the way i buy things it would show me well here's all the reviews on the 17 sites you generally look at here are how many people reviewed it and here are the top five competitors all on one page consolidated i mean that would be amazing and then they could probably try and upsell me one of those secondary products. Yeah,
0: so even it's not like a direct benefit, but gathering all these essential information, knowing more about the customer, I think that's a big, big plus. Right. And uh, looks like with this whole flood of tools and vendors, I don't think so. it's also a costly it,
1: it takes time. It takes time it's to build the, that data right yes. to, and build understand to, that client's behavior
0: to start it's not a big deal but then to tune it to the exact meaning it was time yes i think people are still failing i think rather than failing i would say they're just still figuring out
1: right i think right now people are just realizing how much data they actually already have okay. and they're not really sure how to apply it to a chatbot
0: yeah i think a lot of mlm
1: It, it's crazy how, how fast it's growing. I mean, one of the ex Google people just uh, applied to the IRS to actually have a new religion based off of the AI god. So, I have okay. <laughs> so there's the future.
0: <laughs> so, what are the security concerns right now with chatbots and AI?
1: Uh, Specific, I mean, I think one of the biggest concerns is security, and I think a lot of people are getting really comfortable with chatbots more so than talking to a human, Mm -hmm. which I think is interesting. Uh, I just can only imagine if we can get phishing emails. Imagine if we had a phishing chat window on one wrong site, and they're like, Hey, please. Uh, send me your information and i'll be more than happy to help you with your problem and they're like oh sure and now i have all their information typed directly into the, their window hey i'm not able to resolve your problem i'll actually escalate this and we'll get back to you and by that time i'm actually ordering stuff on amazon with their credit card so security is definitely something to be aware of make sure the site you're on is ssl make sure it has a valid certificate Make sure you know that you're talking to some, to the correct domain and things like that. Because you can have overlays on a website that are actually outside of the domain that you're currently on. Especially like the just coming? Correct. And, okay. and imagine a chat window coming up like that as an ad from a third party domain mm-hmm. in an iframe. Interesting. So that's one of, the, one of the big concerns in regards to security is, is it on the same domain? Now, the question is, how is a normal user going to verify that without actually doing an inspect element, seeing where the domain is, seeing the iframe? I mean, most people aren't going to go to that trouble. Yeah, But sometimes you'll have pop-ups of cross-domain problems, and you'll have the cores issues and things like that.
0: Yeah, I think having the latest browser also.
1: Keep your browser up to date and keep your OS up to date.
0: And uh, keep the ad blocker on. <laughs> anything you like to share today?
1: No, that was fun. I, I, I really like talking about chatbots and automation. Thank you, John. It was a great conversation. Thanks, Atish.